Yeah. Yeah. It's a sweet little intro beat. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, right. Did no. we take that? Did we take? Yeah. Did we take that? Uh, was that like the background to your latest uh, rap music video? No. That was cool. It was. Yeah, Phil did a. I don't know. I don't know if you knew this, but Phil did. Uh, he. You know, well, well, everybody knows Big Phil writes raps. They don't. I don't know if they know I write, but they. You, we have. Well, you're not doing that. like cover raps. Does anybody do like cover? <laughs> like, do you, you know what I mean? Like, right. do you cover a rapper? Yeah. I mean, like, check I this out. I'm going to lay down this sweet MC Hammer. <laughs> No. Do, 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 do. You should start doing that, though. That was ice, that ice, ice, baby. Right. It was vanilla ice. Mm. Yeah, I went the wrong direction on that one. <laughs> Which strangely sounds like a knockoff of um, Under Pressure. Right. Under Pressure. Under Pressure. pressure. Running <laughs> down on me. But do, 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 do. Right. Mm-hmm. All right, stop. Mm-hmm. Collaborate and listen. Ice is back with the... I, get, I start running into... Um, <laughs> you know who can do that? You know who can do the entire... Ice Ice Baby. He yep. did it at both his both his daughter's weddings at the reception. Who? Take a guess. He's a, he he's, he works at the church. I'm trying to feel, figure has, out who. I know that's what's so great that about got married. two daughters right. that you I don't know. that you don't know. You don't know the daughters. Al Jones. No, you know Al Jones' daughters. <laughs> oh, no. I would pay so much money <laughs> to hear that to watch Al Jones rap Ice Ice Baby. You have no idea. He might. He we might be able to. Talent Shannon Back is actually the. Um, oh really? Shannon. Can. Oh no, I, I makes see sense, that. doesn't? Can you see it? Yes. Dude's I a trip. He's one of the funniest guys I know. Yes. He's oh. hilarious. Yeah, he's great. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. one of my favorites. Actually, I'm super glad he came. So you hear another voice, the melodious voice of Brenda, oh. right? Brenda Rosell. <laughs> <laughs> She's with us today, Brenda Rosell. Welcome, welcome to the show, Brenda. We're glad you're here. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me. <laughs> The studio audience is glad you're here as well. Yep. Um, yeah, she did the thanks. Thanks for having me, Stephen. <laughs> I was joking with her, like, "Hey, you know, let's do this podcast." And I was like, "But you got to talk like you're on NPR." Yeah. <laughs> like when you do it, do you know what NPR is, Phil? I've heard the name. You've heard gonna, of it. You're gonna quote. You're gonna maybe yeah. say the name, but I don't know. In eighties, it's an eighties rap group. NPR. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, I'm kidding. It's National Public it's Radio. NPR, it's like public N, radio. Like NPR. I thought you were saying M is like Mary. MP- oh, really? NPR, yeah. Really? Yeah, that's what I heard. You thought it. I, M. M, yeah. You know what's funny is when, um, I guess I'm like losing my ability. I always thought I was a decent communicator and like reasonably articulate, but I feel like I'm like losing my ability to do that because um, my text, my type to text, <laughs> they're just all over the place. They're no good. <laughs> like I invariably would have spent less time if I actually just typed it out. <laughs> then correcting it. Yeah, you're right. Then, then, then I did happen to go back and like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, yeah, cursor there. Why won't the cursor go there? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. currently, if you're if you can't see, if you're not watching us on video, which doesn't exist, um, <laughs> I'm pretending to try to move the cursor on my iPhone. Fun fact, random side note. Did you know if you hold the space bar down, you mm-hmm. can and you slide your fu- your thumb left and right, it moves the cursor for you. I hate you. Mm. <laughs> You can't do that on Brenda. You can't, Brenda. You can't do that on Android. No, you can't. You can't do that. I I don't think I can like do voice text either. Really? On mine? I don't know. I haven't figured it out. You know. Yeah, that's okay. Yep. Just just makes your text time like, just like, okay. Yeah. You know, because you don't want to do like long paragraphs. Right. Right. Just like thank you. Yep. Like that's it. T Y. Yep. K. Oh, I know. 
What is K? K- Carrie does oh, not like when K- I just like, put okay. K. Just put the letter K? Reason. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, Feels disrespected yeah. with the letter K. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, my name is spelled with a C. <laughs> Anyways, so Brenda, I got Phil here. Big Phil's with me. Yep, back, back, back on the mic. Hundred percent. Yep. He did make a a video. Is it is it available? Has it been released yet? Is it, it on is. YouTube? Yep, it is. What do they search for? Battle Cry. My name Phil Gallon, and they'll find oh, it. Nice. Cool. Yep. Yeah. It yeah, is. It's really good. You have to put my name though. Disclaimer: If you don't, whatever whatever comes. Yeah. I don't. I mean, I don't feel like Battle Cry. I mean. It's not nothing bad. It's just like yeah. it's just like video game stuff. It's like uh, you scroll through, you just but you type a name in like Philip Gallon, it'll show up. There yeah. it is, right there. I love it. Yep. So everybody, go check out Big Phil's Battle Cry, Phil Gowan, G O W A N F I L L. That's how you spell his first name. <laughs> I wish your first. I wish your first name was spelled Phil. Fun fact: I was um, at one of our <laughs> fun facts today. Yeah. I love this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, sorry, Brenda. No. no you're um, good. <laughs> Anyways, well, I was at uh, one of our passion conferences up in Atlanta, Georgia. And one night, my roommates and I decided we wanted to get pizza. Is that a marriage we... conference? No. <laughs> Just kidding. Sorry. <laughs> Anyways. Passion. Um, passion in action. <laughs> so, well, we decided we wanted pizza for dinner. So, we were like, it's like 3 o'clock in the morning. We're going to go down to the Domino's and pick it up. So, I walked in. I was like, yeah, it's for Phil. I'm like, okay, cool. Thanks. Walk in, I look, at, you got the names on the list, and there's only like two people in the store, and so it's like John, and then it said Phil, F-I-L-E. File. 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 I was like, okay, I guess File that's how you say it. File. File, yeah. That's how you, uh, in in the Spanish. Mm. In the Spanish. That's, <laughs> that's, how you, <laughs> that's how you spell Phil. I didn't know you were bilingual. I am. Uh. I am. I was not at all. I am not. <laughs> I am not. I took German. I took German for two years in high school. Can you say anything? He can sing. I, yeah, I can sing. Auf dem Hügel, sie sich sparen in der blauen Nebel, an nach den Fernen, trifft den Seen, wo ich dich geliebte Font. Like, what'd you say? Somewhere over the mountains, there's something really nice. I. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's good. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I know some phrases, like, was ist das? Which means, like, what is that? Mm. Nine means no. Mm. I yeah. can say one sentence in Swedish. Say it. Anja, can you for smorgasmarust? That means, can I have a sandwich with cheese? So That's really good. <laughs> That's and what would work that. out really well is that the chef from the Muppets, he speaks Swedish. <laughs> you would be able to get a, you'd right. be able to get a sandwich from him. Yep. You can order from the Muppet chef. Yeah. Hey, there you go. That's pretty good. <laughs> Speaking of chef stuff, I'm really excited about this. I've already told Phil this today, but I'm going to tell Brenda. Over the over the microphone system, which by the way is up upstairs on the third floor, yep, of the B building, which means the baddest building on campus. That's what the B exactly. stands for, or it's just the second letter in the alphabet because A is right beside it. But but we are in um like above us somewhere is like old organ pipes. I think it's literally right above us. Yeah. So you guys better hope like crashing down. It could. It could. Yep. And if you, so if you hear something (laughs) run that's pitched, (laughs) like if you hear a scream and it's pitched in a lot of different keys, (laughs) you know what happened. (laughs) Send in the rescue dogs. Yeah. Send in the rescue dogs. I don't know. They're buried under the E pipe. (laughs) 
Is yeah. it the biggest one? I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Actually, <laughs> I don't know. Like, um, yeah, you know, somebody pulled all the stops. Hey, psh, organ joke. <laughs> there. Never mind. Yeah. Where's yeah. the organ music? Yeah, we do. Yeah, <laughs> like hockey, like a yeah. hockey game, um, or baseball. Actually, multiple sports. Yep, use that. Yeah, but what I was going to tell you about, speaking of the Swedish chef, was um, we like to camp, uh, so we we have a travel trailer, and I a buddy of mine had a Blackstone griddle, and so. We had camped with them one time. I was like, man, I really like it. So I bought one for the next camping trip. And I just fell in love with it. It's like cast iron. It's like a flat top. Nice. Yeah, it runs off propane. And so I seasoned it up, you know, got it and just, you know, so when we camp, like I cook on it now, you know, eggs and bacon and steak and burgers. I mean, it's great. Still versatile. So uh, my grill at home was, you know, was kind of on its last leg and um, like literally actually. And I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> like, ah, there goes this. Anyways, I couldn't think of a meat fast enough to throw in there. <laughs> I almost said like turkey, but like who puts yeah. turkey on a grill? There goes the turkey. Okay. That's why it's funny. You don't yeah. put turkey yeah. on a grill. Turkey on a grill. <laughs> Sounds like a like an old bluegrass song. Anyways. um, So yeah, I went to Walmart and uh, I bought a, um, I bought one. You know, 36, it's a pretty big 36-inch um, um, Blackstone griddle last night. And um, got it all set up, seasoned it, got the cast iron really good in season, you know, and then uh, made uh, jambalaya on it. So took, um, not the soupy kind, oh, yeah. but yeah, like, obviously, mm-hmm. yeah, it doesn't do well. I tried the soup, but <laughs> it just kept going just out the back. It. Yeah, it just kept going out the back down the little, the little grease, the little grease release hold back there. But, um, um. Yeah, so like, yeah, took some, because uh, so, I saw this guy on, on the interwebs, like, do it, and uh, some Cajun dude, which I can't tell if he's just putting on the accent. If he's really Cajun. Or if he's really Cajun. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I can't right. tell. He's like, hey, y'all, we're going to put down, we're going to make this, uh, make this, y'all, go Cajun jambalaya, y'all. <laughs> you know, which I can't do accents really well, so that was a weird foghorn, leghorn, like. <laughs> it didn't go into the Australian one, though. It did not. It did not so drift into my normal, like, weird Australian slash South African. <laughs> like, you know, oh, cookie, oh, cookie here, some andouille sausage, Julie, down under, down under here, we gonna make it with the kangaroo. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> well, anyway, so I took, uh, chopped up some onion, um, green pepper, red pepper, and some celery, actually, for the crunch. Yep, for the crunch. Okay. Do you ever eat celery? Yes. Okay. He has very <laughs> weird eating, uh, as we've established. Multiple times. Yeah, multiple times on this podcast, seeing as his top two, his top two foods soup. are chicken noodle soup. <laughs> I'm never going to live that, that down. Soup. Yeah, yeah. I want to taste really the bathtub good. soup, and then I want to <laughs> taste the, um, I want to taste the, like, the, creamy the stove top. Yeah. 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 So what my mom does is she takes some cans of chicken noodle soup and she dumps it in a pan and heats it up. It's delicious. Phil's getting mad at me actually right now. It's like, it's trying not to smile. Sorry, buddy. I apologize. I apologize. Anyways, so so I cooked that down and then I took uh, some chicken thigh, like some chopped up chicken thigh and then some andouille sausage and like um, seasoned it. You know, with Cajun seasoning and, um, you know, garlic powder, onion powder, parsley and stuff, all that kind of stuff. And then, like, just cooked it all down, like, a lot, like, on this this top. Mm-hmm. And then had some pre-cooked rice that started that we'd already made and threw it on there. And then, like, cooked that a little bit, you know, on everything and then mixed it all up, put it in a pan. Oh, my. It was so, so good. good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, on the previous, like, same podcast, we talked about the chicken noodle soup. Well, you know, one of my things was 
jambalaya that my mom makes, which when I say jambalaya again, it's not like the, like the soupy, like, you know, with oh, shrimp the, and, right. you know, fish there. chunks and I don't know. <laughs> it's like, hey, we're going to take this here. We're gonna, just going to put a fish tail in there. I don't even know why. Why was I talking like, <laughs> like an East Coast gangster? You're just yeah. more like a German version. That's a sausage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really, that's yeah. probably, yeah. Like kielbasa. Yeah, yeah. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's just kind of a wannabe Cajun yeah. kind of thing, right? Yeah. It's like like the Germans come over like, oh, may we, may we, may we appropriate your, you know, I don't even know what voice that was, but gosh, it's so bad. That was French. It sounded like to me. Oui, oui. See, even then, like, I went mecca the, then I'll go Italian. Like, I can't, I can't do the, but um, yeah, it was good. So like the, but the jambalaya that, my, you know, that I grew up with my mom making. So, you know, like coming up on like 42 years of, um, yeah, it's okay. My birthday's coming up. Don't worry about it, guys. It is what it is. And it's on Father's Day. So like, I feel like, thank you. I should get like some kind of trophy or something like that. But um, um, the, um, the jambalaya she made like is in a cast iron pot, like one of the big, real heavy ones, you know? And what she does is, like, she browns the meat, like, the sausage in there, and then takes the sausage out, and then um, browns the rice, the white rice, in the sausage the grease. Meat, yes. And then, and then puts all the chopped, you know, vegetables in there and the, and the meat back in it and all that, and then, you know, mm-hmm. covers it, cooks the rice up, and then it's, boom, it's done. And it's delicious. Yeah. It's also got, so like, Worcestershire sauce, a um, little bit, of, like, a little hit of Tabasco, and then, you know, other, you know, seasoning, salt, pepper, and those kind of things, but... But it's delicious. But so I made that, and like we like it as a family. Now I like it the most. My kids love it. Jennifer, you know, she's okay with it. But like, um, I made that last night. It was like nine thirty by the time like I got done because we'd gone and bought it and set it all up, and then I made it, um, because I'm impulsive like that. And <laughs> and so uh, then Jennifer like had her bowl and like so I was still getting some stuff and kind of finished cleaning up and like she she took a bite and I come in and she was like, Stephen, this is this is amazing, and I was like, well you're just being nice. Cause you know, I'm excited about my Blackstone. And she's like, no, no, like legit. Like I won't eat the other kind again. Like you, like, wow. I'm not going to make that. You're going to have to, you're gonna have to make it. Wow. From now on on the grill, on the griddle, yeah. which like I'm stoked about because I love that thing <laughs> like a lot. I don't know what my fascination is with it, but like I stood out there, like just staring at it, <laughs> like just putting like, like conditioning on it, calling it pet names. <laughs> Did you Anyways. sleep next to it last Yeah, I slept, <laughs> slept next to it. Checkers walked up to it. I was like, no, no, go inside. My griddle. My griddle. Yeah, like some kind of weird golem thing, you know. <laughs> anyway, so, um, Brenda, seriously, though, thanks for thanks for coming. Yeah, thank you. Giving up some time in your day. You drive. It's a long drive for you, I know, to come do all the stuff you do, but you're awesome, and I appreciate thank you doing you. it. So I'm excited we got, we made this happen. It's great. Long time coming. Um. So tell us like a little bit like, um, like about, so I, I'll tell you a little, I'll tell everybody a little bit about Brenda, you know, from like my angle. So this is everybody knows the connection and you can tell us by yourself. So I've been here, uh, you know, February 08. So Brenda's been here that in pretty much the entire time. Mm-hmm. And, and we've, she was a little sketch about me coming cause she thought like I wouldn't be a choir guy, which I am big time choir guy, but we pretty much hit it off like right away. Like she's just super, you know, obviously super talented, like great human, but you know, we, our personalities are pretty funny. Like we, we laugh at a lot of the same things. Now I think our personalities are different, but like our humor is like mm-hmm. pretty funny. And then like we've sung together probably more times than I've sung with anybody I think in my life. Um, 
just at all kinds of stuff. Things from women's retreats to random revivals out in the woods to (laughs) remember that? Good Lord. That was fun though. Like we had a good time to, to regular just church services. And then, um, and she's like my go-to for, you know, just smaller, you know, smaller, like when it's like, Hey, I just need a person to sing with me. Like I'm like, call Brenda. Like she loves to sing. We sing well together. She knows most, like, every song we do, like, let's do this thing. And she's awesome about that. But, yeah, just been a great friend, like, family friend. And, you know, for, geez, for years, and, like, her, you know, whole family and, and all that kind of stuff. And and then, um, yeah, and then she obviously serves in a lot of other ways. And there's, like, a billion more things I could say. But, so tell us, like, a little bit about, like, yourself, like, where you grew up, a little bit of musical background, like, yeah. you know. Yeah, so I was born in Cincinnati. Okay. And then- Moved to Florida when I was like seven or whatever. And that's where you make that um, really cool chili, right? From the... Oh, yeah. Cincinnati chili. Cincinnati chili. chili. Yeah, mm-hmm. with the, you know, with the, the really uh, fine uh, ground yeah. beef like sauce. and Yeah, that was my mom's. Over the noodles? Yeah. Mm. Over the spaghetti. So yeah. good. So anyway, yeah, sorry. Like go ahead. a family favorite. A lot of food. A lot of food talks. A lot now. of food talks on the podcast. You want to make me hungry? <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm sorry. I'm fresh out of chicken noodle soup. <laughs> <laughs> I, feel, I feel mean now. <laughs> I feel like a jerk at this. Let's, where's the? I'm just gonna hit a random. <laughs> that was for me. All right, sorry. All right. So, anyway, Cincinnati. Grew up in Cincinnati. Grew up in Cincinnati. Moved to Florida when I was like seven, whatever. Um, my mom was always really involved in church, um, but we never really had choirs and stuff like that at the first yeah. Christian church where we went. Um, when I was eight, we got invited to First Baptist. Leesburg, I mean, First Baptist Zephyr Hills. Zephyr Hills, yeah. Yeah, and uh, got to see my first, like, musical presentation, Celebrate Life. Okay. And that's when I made my decision for Christ. When I was oh, wow. So, and then was that like a, like, what was the occasion for the presentation? I think it was around Easter time. <clears throat> okay. I think it was. Um, it's like an Easter cantata kind of thing? Yeah, and cool. it was with, you know, the youth were in it and everything, so I really loved that. They yeah. did the whole, you know. It was the whole presentation of Christ on the cross and everything like that. So I had never seen anything like that before. So that, you know, walked the aisle to my future father-in-law. Yeah, Charles. uh, Yeah. Dr. Charles Rossell. Yeah, Dr. Charles Rossell. Yes, our pastor emeritus here at FBC Leesburg. Cool. So that was, um, you know, the start of my loving music. Right. Ended up not going to First Baptist till probably I was 13, middle school. Got involved in the choir, you know, middle school choir. Ended up getting to sing Messiah with the adult choir. Oh, that's cool. When I was in ninth grade, so that was really cool. And um, just kind of kept singing from there. We had different ensembles and stuff. And when I got into college, I kind of followed my sister up to Gainesville, got in Crystal Image, uh, which was a band that traveled around. Uh, We would go on tour every year to different states and stuff. And... So I've just been singing pretty much ever since then. Yeah. Now, what's um, your? But you also played played trumpet, right? In high school, I, I wanted to play trumpet. Oh, okay. But um, I was actually put in chorus because my parents couldn't afford the instrument. Then my mom called, got me a forty dollar clarinet. Oh, clarinet. Yeah. So, okay. Uh, I ended up in band. Um, Did you march? Were you yes, a marching man? I absolutely love. I love marching, marching man band. too. It was a jam, my jam. Yes. yes. And every year I miss it here. Yeah. I'm like, oh, it's marching band weekend. And I, I yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I got to cool. keep track of that. But yes, we had summer band camp where we learned all of our stuff. That was always fun. So. How'd you, uh, how'd you learn how to read music and stuff like that? In band and choir. Band and choir. Yeah. I had really good worship pastors like, yeah. my whole life. 
Right. And um, right, even to today. Even to today. I'm just kidding. And, and I'm just kidding. Seriously. <laughs> and like yeah. I've probably been with you as far as like worship pastor right. longer than any anybody. Hey, there you really. go. Look at there. So boom. Yeah. Yeah. So, staying power. You won. Yeah. Yeah, it's my whole goal. I can quit now. No, I'm just kidding. I really think you have pushed my vocal ability farther than anybody. Really? Just because I feel like you you thought I could do something and so you gave it to me and it made me work hard to be able to do it. Yeah. So I have a tendency um just to <laughs> do that to people. I'm like, Hey, you're gonna sing this. You need to learn it. Like and you need to learn it fast because yeah. we're doing it like tomorrow. So But you know, in a way it gives you confidence. Yeah. You know, because if if I think that you think I can do it, right? Then I will think that I can do it. Yeah. So yeah, it does that, help. Well, I'm glad. I, I love that. That's awesome. Um, yeah, because you have like a real good skill at. Well, you have natural natural ability to harmonize, uh, as you know, obviously, but also a good skill at like you know reading charts and like knowing you know knowing mm-hmm. your part and like yeah. you know being able to kind of okay you know here's where, you know here's like the literal harmony, but you also have the ability to naturally find harmonies and stuff like that and like not everybody can do that you know which is you know because it, it is it is a bit of a it is a bit of a harder skill mm-hmm. you know to learn so that's really cool i think just my sister and i really close you know yeah and uh we always used to harmonize on everything so I did think you do that growing up like just even oh, yeah. as like a little kid like oh, yeah. what's the earliest you remember like trying to do that kind of stuff probably I used to always sing the melody, which is funny now because half the time I'm now, like, what's the melody? Now you don't even know. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, um, yeah. My sister was the one who would always do the alto harmonies. But, um, oh, my goodness, we used to skate in our garage <clears throat> and listen to Simon um, Garfunkel. Simon and Garfunkel, yes. Yes, and just sing. And she would. See, harmonize. that's my yeah. thing. It's like I tell my Natalie, I'm like, hey, because, um, like, I grew up. Now, we grew up, like, as I said, like, like indie fundy. So, like, you know very restricted mm-hmm. but you know mom and dad would you know kind of slip you know slip some slip some of those uh saucy records in there you know <laughs> some of the carpenters oh carpenters right like yeah so like which like i like i love like i love yeah. karen carpenter's voice yeah, like that's, yeah you know, and you know just just uh and uh but like we would listen to that kind of stuff and and um that's where i learned like to do like harmonies and stuff mm-hmm. you know because the it was very like you know, it was obviously very chill music. Um, it wasn't necessarily always, you know, super simple in the sense of like the chord structure, but like just listening to it, you could always kind of hear mm-hmm. what the harmonies were. Mm-hmm. And so like, that's where like I would sing, that's how I learned like, well, yeah, here's the melody, but like, I like that other part yeah. they're doing. Like, yeah. that's really cool. You know, and you don't really know what they're doing, like from a note standpoint, right. but you can hear it and you just yeah. kind of sing it. Like the mamas and the papas. Oh yeah, man. Such great. And then nineties country, like. Like, 90s country, I feel like, first of all, was the greatest decade of country music of all times. I don't I don't care about any of that. Anybody that are trying to, oh, Merle Haggard and Hank Williams, that's boring stuff. Come on, man, get that out of here. You know, and mama cried. You know, it's like, um, but like 90s country too, like, great, great for harmonies. Mm-hmm. Like, because you could, you know, you could find it. So, st- yeah, that's awesome, though. Yeah. Simon and Garfunkel, man. Yeah, oh, yeah, boy, I could sing. And Karen I sing. Carpenter. I mean, Karen, you know, yes. I mean, Days I sang, you know, rainy days a month. Yeah, <laughs> as loud as I could. Yeah, I <laughs> my mommy like, banging on the door. <laughs> quiet. <laughs> yeah, and I would do that all the time too. Like I'd be like singing. We lived in this uh, rickety wood house on, uh, on the side of a mountain in West Virginia, and my dad was a, a pastor at a really small hillbilly church in um, the corner of West Virginia, Kentucky. There, it was Huntington, Huntington, West Virginia, 
And, uh, like, I would sing, like, every night. Like, you know, my poor sisters. I have three older sisters, you know. And so, like, in this Ricky old wood house, you know. And I would just sing every night, like, as loud as I could. Like, going to bed, <laughs> falling asleep, you know, trying to find stuff. Like, singing whatever. That's funny. Yeah, man. It's good times. It's pretty great. Yeah, in church, like, you know, we did, you know, obviously hymns all the time and stuff like that. And so, like, I would, um, I would just, man, I'd belt it belt in that it. little wood church, man. Mm-hmm. I'd just get after it. Just go hard. It was fun. It was fun. And then I would like go to the bathroom and then I would just be singing in the bathroom when my dad's preaching and everybody could hear it. I come back in, they'd be like looking at me like smiling real big and I don't know what's going on. I was like five. That's funny. So that's cool though. Yeah, that's funny. That gets a lot of the same experience as far as just like singing those. Like moms and pop was like, um, you know, the um, not Monday, Monday, although that's a good one. Yeah. But what's the other one? It was like, um, um, all the leaves are brown. All the leaves are brown, and the sky is gray, and the sky is gray. I went for a walk on a winter's day. Yeah, I'd be safe and warm. You know, like yeah, I feel like we I've sung it in twelve keys by now. But 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 um, like singing that one and like yeah, that was my that was my favorite. Like I thought that one was the coolest. Yeah. All right. So currently, um, so currently, uh, you have. Um, you've been working, you've been working with the children's choir mm-hmm. for like, what, four years now? Oh my goodness. Maybe longer? We started back, well, we had children's choir before Abby took it over. When, yep. Yep. So yep. that was like, gosh, when you first yeah, came, it's, been, it's actually been 2009, yeah. something like that. Yeah. So but we did that for, we did it for a little bit and then it was off for a while. Yeah. Yeah. And then we restarted it mm-hmm. and I did it for a while and you helped with that. But now you've been kind of leading it up, though, kind of primarily from the musical standpoint. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know, probably three, four years. Yeah. I think just like where I'm you're like. I'm trying to think of how old Caroline was when she started. Yeah. She might have been kindergarten, maybe. I don't know. Maybe so. I don't know. You do that. And then, um, let's see, you sing, let's see, we sing 945, 11 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Like you help out with special events, like all that kind of stuff. All right. So tell me about, so tell me about your family. My immediate family. Yes. Yeah, so I have four boys. Okay. Yep. Um, Lance and Jenna are married, living in DeBerry, and Colby and Katie just got married. They're living out on the ranch. Okay. Building a tiny house right now. Oh, really? Like, like one of those things where you, like, like, sleep above your stove? No, not quite like that. <laughs> but, um, they're waiting on their solar panels now, so. Okay. Yeah. They're going well, through. Well, they're going like full, um, full on, like off the grid. Off the grid. Yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully. Um, and then Tanner's out in Colorado. We're getting ready yep. to go see him in a couple weeks. That'll be fun. Colorado's yeah. pretty, man. Yes, I love it. I love it. Mm. Yeah. Hopefully it's nice and cool there for you. I know. I think the highs are like 80s. Yeah, uh, yeah that's not bad. Yeah. That's still yeah. a little warm, though. Yeah. Um, and Weston's still at home. Yeah. Home school. Just made the president's list again. He's in college, though, right? Yeah. Yeah. He's doing Lake Sumter? Lake Sumter Honors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Is he going to transfer to like UCF or something like that? or He wants to do UF, I think, yeah. if he can get in. Um, Which but, is yeah. difficult, but if he's doing yeah. all the honor stuff, yeah. if he's making the honors list and stuff, he should he's gonna he major be shooing. He's going to major in economics, political science, I think. Okay. Double nice. Major. And then how long have you been, Carrie, been married? Almost 35 years. That's cool. Yeah. This nice. August. Nice. Yeah. Nice. A long time. And y'all are building a house. Building a house, yeah. Waiting on our shingles right now. So, hmm. yes. 
It's been a long process. It's like waiting on trust, waiting on windows, yes. waiting yes. on shingles, waiting on I know. concrete. Waiting on workers, waiting on... Didn't yes, they pour yes. it in the wrong direction, too, or something yes, like that? they did. <laughs> they, they poured did. it to where, like, the front of the house was facing yes. where the back of the house should be, and they had to, like, come back and fix it. Yeah, we were hiking up in up in uh, Georgia. They called us, like, right around Christmas time and said, uh, didn't you want the back of the house facing the pond? And we're like, yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry about that. <laughs> so they had to dig out, dig out all the footers. Oh, my gosh. It. That's rough. That was like an extra two weeks. Oh, my goodness. Yikes. Yeah. That's no awesome. Setbacks, but, you know, we're thankful we have a place to stay. Yeah. Living in the rec room. Nice. So. All right. So what are, like, so you're constantly, um, you know, reading and stuff like that. I think you've got, you know, you, you do a lot of, um, you've shared a lot with me over the years, like devotional books or, like, mm-hmm. certain devotions and stuff you're reading. And I mm-hmm. like the ones you do because you're, I think the ones that a lot of times that you do, are not necessarily the normal like beaten path ones, which I think is great because mm-hmm. it gives different perspective because sometimes it could be like an echo chamber, like, when yeah. you, you know, yeah. so like, what's, um, like, what are some of the ones that, that like have really, you know, maybe authors or, um, some of the books that they've done that have like really been like impactful to you? Yeah. This is one that I was just thinking of, um, the other day, cause I lended it to Lance and I want to get it back <laughs> so I could reread it. Um, it was called um, Yawning at Tigers. Um, you Can't Tame God, So Stop Trying. Oh, wow. And um, by Drew Dyke. And that's, that's like the title. Yeah, <laughs> that's really cool. Yeah. yeah, like the whole premise of that is don't put God in a box, you know, right. and how we all come and we all have our own preconceived ideas of who God is, you yeah. know. And I was thinking about that just on as worshipers, you know, we all have preconceived ideas of who God is. So, True. You know, and how many attributes can we sing about? I mean, wow, yeah. they're immeasurable, you know. So um, just making sure that our songs are, you know. Sure. Really drilling down that point that, you know, God can't be contained, you know. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, Yeah, there was, uh, like, back, back before, like, I knew he was, um, you know, knew too much about his theology, uh, you remember Donald Miller? I don't know if you remember him. He wrote, uh, I think, Blue Like Jazz, and then he wrote... Oh, I've heard um, that book before, but... Yeah, yeah and, and, and I'm not advocating his theology or his stuff, like, by no means, like, disclaimer here. <laughs> like, I'm not, like, doing it. But uh, he wrote his book called Searching for God Knows What that was a lot in the... Um, talked about that kind of stuff, and not necessarily about that you can't contain God, but the concept of, um, like, God's attributes and the way God is, is, like, we get our preconceived... Mm-hmm like ideas that come from our life, right? Like that hermeneutic that mm-hmm. like we build from our, you know, personal experiences and stuff like that. Right. And that, that was, that book was like really eye opening for me on like, cause I had some views of God that weren't necessarily accurate to who God actually mm-hmm. was, but it was just based on past experiences and things right. like that. Right. And so I, as, as opposed to having like a biblical worldview of God, like taking in the whole council of scripture, like I had just like that, like plus the mixture in of like personal experience, which you can't really get a, you can't really get away from it, but you just have to like mm-hmm. measure, like measure that. Like you have to appropriately right. look at it and like realize your shortcomings and right and your thought processes and compare it to the, the truth of scripture mm-hmm. and then who God is. But yeah, that's pretty cool. So you can't yawning at tigers, yawning at tigers. Yeah, it was really good. He has great analogies in there. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I got to get that. Read it again. But another one I'm reading right now is um, 
It's called New Morning Mercies by Paul David Tripp. Yeah, Paul Tripp's great. Yeah, yeah. I am loving it. And it's supposed to be an everyday thing. Yeah. I think I'm still on like March 10th. <laughs> because it's like every day it's just like, wow, that's just, I need to process that. I got to read you it know? again, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But just, I'm, I'm trying to think of like the latest one was just how, you know, we fear all of the out, outward things, you right. know, that can corrupt us. Right. But if we really understand what's inside of us, we should fear that. Because our own hearts are way more corrupt than anything. Like the monks thought they were keeping the bad stuff out. Right. But yet, no, they let themselves in. You know, so, but if you, you don't truly understand grace until you understand how corrupt you are. Right. Man. That was just like, yeah, I need to read that like <laughs> yeah. a couple more days to really fully digest that. But that was to me just, yes, eye opening. You know, that's, that's interesting actually. Like, um, cause you know, a big, a big thing right now, uh, one of the big in the, in the Christian world, one of the big talking points, uh, not talking points, but like, I think worthwhile issues that are being discussed was the purity culture of like like the nineties, two thousands and stuff like that, which really ultimately became like this arbitrary list of do's and don'ts. Mm -hmm. So it was outward protection, right? Mm -hmm. It was like these things like, you know, well, you know, don't do this and don't do that. And like, don't push the line this far and don't look twice or like, you know, girls, you better wear this, that, or the other, or the boys Mm -hmm. will blah, blah, blah. As opposed to like saying like, Hey guys, let's, let's pursue God. Mm -hmm. Let's pursue holiness. And like let's like let's just make like our whole hearts cries like hey God I want to know you better like mm-hmm. I'm digging in your word like growing because it's not the outward from behaviors the out. it's yeah. got to come from the inside out mm-hmm. when we try to change things from the outside in then you have like what we have now which is like a generation of super confused people yeah that uh-huh. ended up having no clue how to handle themselves mm-hmm. when it came to purity right right uh-huh. you know mm-hmm. and um and uh and I get it like I don't I'm not dissing like the people that that were working on that because I think there was like good intentions there as far as like the desire to do that. But like the desire should have been like, Hey, like let's get to know God more. Yeah. Because it ends up being just what you're doing to keep the bad stuff from coming in instead right. of what God is doing inside of you to keep the bad stuff from coming out right. actually to change, to right. change the right to change it. Right. right. So, so the good it, comes out. Yeah. So it just ends up being a works yeah, it's like a works based a works based theology, yeah. you know, and then grace, you know, in works like grace becomes like a big issue there because like mm-hmm. it's non-existent. Yeah, because then it's like if you didn't do the work, then you failed. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah, and so what do you do when you fail? You just put it aside. It's like, well, I guess it doesn't matter. And truthfully, what you do when you fail is you fail more, right? Like you yeah. just go like, oh, well, yeah. you know, forget it. Yeah, like I've already it. failed, so yeah. like I might as well, I might as well do whatever. I'm at this not going to believe that part of the Bible anymore because I can't. It didn't work for me. I can't yeah. achieve it. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Paul Tripp is so great. Like, we're reading yeah. a parenting book by him. I'm reading, a, you know, Jennifer already read it because she's better than me. But, <laughs> and I don't do good, like, sitting and reading. So, like, I do Audible. Like, I listen to the Audible. Yeah, that's what Audible Carrie book, does, yeah. And then I put it on yeah. fast. Like, I put it on, like, t- one and a half times. So that way I can, like, get it. But that works for me. I do, like, I do mm-hmm. absorb it. But, like, he talks a lot about that. Like, one of the things that Jennifer shared with me was uh, when she, it was more towards the end of the book. But it was that, like, holiness is a... Um, is never like a general thing. Holiness is like a personal, it, it's like a very personal and individual thing that you, you like you have to deal with for each individual issue, mm-hmm. 
you know, and so like we want to, we want to teach our kids to not just pursue holiness, like uh, as if it, as if it were some general idea that like, you're just going to be good enough, but like, Hey, like when I made this bad decision to do X, Y, Z, like, Hey, where did that come from? Right. I mean, we know the answers, but we have to ask the questions and, you know, why? So you understand it better. Right. What was the deficit there? Right. We need to deal with this individually and say, like, I don't want to just have good behavior, but I want to know, like, why we're doing the behaviors we're doing and why we pursue God the way we pursue him and why the this. Okay, so I did this thing. So, you know, where was the deficit in my spiritual walk that that caused that? And it's not to beat yourself up or anything like that, but it literally is just to say, like, okay, God, like, I want to pursue I want to pursue you more. I want to pursue righteousness. I want to pursue holiness. And, and I want to like eradicate mm-hmm. by your strength, by your grace, because that's God's grace, right? To eradicate mm-hmm. the sinful behavior, right. you know, from our life. And, you know, it's, um, it's an interesting thing, like, because I think that, you know, as humans, you know, in the garden, God said, hey, you're going to take care of all these things. Like you're, you're in charge of creation. Like you've got to tend to it. So we're like, and then, and then when we got kicked out, we were assigned work, mm-hmm. right? We've got to work. And so like, I think our part of sin nature is work. Like we feel like we have to work to earn. Right. right. And so mm-hmm. it's hard for us when it comes to things like salvation or grace mm-hmm. or these kind of things. I like we understand it. Yeah. Yeah. Because we, we feel like, oh, I've got to earn it. I've got to mm-hmm. work to earn it. Yeah. You know, I've, I've, I can't, God's not going to be happy with me if I don't do good enough. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, yeah. that's not how it works and i think god like over and over and over and over is trying to say like hey um mm-hmm. you know i'm, I'm right here like mm-hmm. and the, and i think the mystery is the mystery is this is that for us to do good when and when i mean do good i mean like like literally from our hearts it's just like goodness coming out it's god doing that work mm-hmm. in us yeah. and that's the mystery mm-hmm. yeah because it's not us right but it's god doing that work right but he rewards the fact that you're analyzing, why did I do this? Right. Like asking the questions, you know, God, show me, you know, show me where I went wrong. Right. You know, and change I, me. Yeah, right? change me. Was I envious? Was it pride? Was it whatever, you know? Yeah. So, like, all that. So, we, the, which is, which is uh, I think, I will go here, too. Like, I'm going to go here, too, because, like, because um, I can talk. You can have this conversation. Um and I think you're one of the few people that, you know, like I would have, have this conversation probably on a podcast with, but like we have the, com- scared. right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, no, but, but right now, but right now, like, um, and we don't have to go into all the details mm-hmm. of it, but like with the Southern Maps convention, yes. I mean, right now it is, this is, yeah, this is a mess. Mm-hmm. Like it, and, and it's, it's really sad. Mm-hmm. You know, it's sad from a, um, um, I, I feel bad that in the, I feel bad that it happens at any level to anybody and it happens every day around the world. People, you know, people are abused, especially mm-hmm. kids, you know, and, um, and then even, you know, physical abuse, mental, uh, abuse is all, all terrible, but you know, sexual abuse, there's just something just mm-hmm. extra, just yes. terrible mm-hmm. about it. You know what I mean? Like, and, and we know that in scripture, right? Cause it's like almost like a double sin. Cause it leaves so much shame. Yeah. On the, it just the person. Yeah. Yeah. It's just such a like intimate, like personal thing that somehow is attached to your soul. Like, you don't, it's, it's like what well, you don't sin only against God, but you also sin against yourself. Like it's, mm-hmm. you know, and then when somebody does that, like violates you that way. And so like, then like seeing that worldwide, like having every day, it's like, it's, it's terrible. But then like under the guise, like under the banner of church, 
you know, people in church leadership and, and all these kind of things, like with this whole thing going on. Right. Man, it's just, it's like, it's such a mess, mm-hmm. you know, and it's so sad. And um, my, I guess I'm not bringing it up to talk about, you know, what the convention should do about it. I think they're, you know, I, that, that's a different conversation. Mm-hmm. I think there should be some drastic, major steps, major statements, mm-hmm. um, you know, and it, and, it, and it should, and it should hurt a little bit. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, because repentance like hurts. Yeah. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, like it wasn't like, it wasn't like, um, you know, when Isaiah, it was like, woe is me, I'm a man, I'm a calypso. And they, they didn't like pull a sugar cube out and like put it right. in his mouth. Like they took a coal from the fire mm-hmm. and like touched his lips with it. That had to be painful, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think there needs to be some like painful things mm-hmm. that happen, you know, like, you know, um, in, in the, in the act of repentance and, and stuff like that. And, um, and then I will say this too, like, just to kind of like, um, and then I'll get to where I'm going with bringing that up. But like, uh, one of the things that when I'm looking at it that I'm thankful for, which I'm not thankful for anything that happened, but what I'm thankful for right now is the fact that it, it's revealed mm-hmm. and that it came out. Coming to light. Mm-hmm. And what I think that that does is I think that that reminds us I think that's God reminding us that, hey, hey by the way, like, I'm still God. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. these are the things, I, I'm telling you, like, I'm still here. I still see these things and just know that the things that are done in darkness will come to light. Mm-hmm. What you sow, you reap. Mm-hmm. Right? You can't, you don't, you don't get away with stuff. And God's still a God of grace. Mm-hmm. God, God, you know, God of forgiveness, blah, 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 blah. But right now, like, we really need to see the God of healing show up and right. mm-hmm. mercy for these victims, you mm-hmm. know, like, and, you know. You know, but that's, that's the, that's the hard part. Like as like a human too, like when you, <laughs> when you, you know, you look at these type of violations, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. We, we, it's just, you know, we gotta, like, I'm like, I'm like, kind of like, I don't care about those, those, those dudes that did it. Like they need to get, they need to get their recompense, like whatever, like yeah. get them hard, yeah, like yeah. blow them up, I know. you know, <laughs> blow them up, like mess them up. So, but here's like, here's, you know, and then, and then let's, let's help the victims out, you know, for sure. But like, all right, but here's here's where I'm going for that with that is like the theology behind why that kind of stuff happens. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? When you're a believer, you know, sin is sin is um, sin is sin, and mm-hmm. people will do it. People mm-hmm. are going to sin. Believers are going to sin. Um, some of these folks may have been or may not have been abused when they were younger abused when they're mm-hmm. younger um, may or may not be believers like right. you know i don't right. know you know i don't exactly. know right like how do you how do you i don't know how people do i don't know how people I, yeah get up and preach yeah sing, whatever and have perpetrated on somebody like that it's it's I, it's it's wild to me yeah, yeah. um and and, it, and and that's the danger like i mean you know you don't want to yeah. Anyways, I, we don't need to go down the caveat road of yeah. oh, we're all sinners, blah blah yeah. blah. Like, yeah. But anyways. <laughs> yeah. But I think like we need to look at like the theology behind that, especially when it comes to the the you know with especially when it comes to theology of men and women, husband and wife, mm-hmm. you know, male mm-hmm. leadership, female leadership, and like I think we need to really look at that, like because mm-hmm. if we're not teaching that right, it can create this sense of of like dominance, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. in men that they feel like they can get away with feel something. like they can get away with it because yeah. I'm a man and, and you're, yeah. you're a woman and you're like lesser than me right. or you're a child and mm-hmm. I have, I have, you know, rule and reign over your life. And it's like, 
No, like you don't actually. Aren't we all brothers and sisters? <laughs> yeah, aren't we all brothers and sisters of Christ, like made in God's image? Right. Like he didn't make you like a better image. Right. Like you're not the sharper image. <laughs> a catalog. <laughs> Drone flying. <laughs> but like, I mean, um, like I think, I think we need to investigate that. Like we need to look and, and like really clarify mm-hmm. that theology because it's such an important theology. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's such, such an important balance that we have. Where the value of human life is literally equal, mm-hmm. uh-huh. like across the board, and like no one has a right, especially mm-hmm. at that level, right? At any level, honestly, but especially that level to do anything like that to to other people, especially it's hard when you say especially because it's never right at all, but especially when you're in a position of leadership, mm-hmm. and then especially when you're in a position of spiritual leadership, like that's mm-hmm. the. Because there's something about, there's something, I mean, there's something about that, you know, when you have spiritual leadership, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. in somebody's life. It holds extra weight, mm-hmm. right. I think, as far as the perpetrator. I mean, yeah. you had this calling and here you did this, yeah. you know. Yeah, so and you just used, you used that calling position. and that position. And it's not just like you were the boss at this, you know, you were the CEO at the, defense company and mm-hmm. you, you, you know, you took advantage of an employee, although that's wicked and, and mm-hmm. terrible. It's like you mm-hmm. were like in leadership, either a Sunday school teacher or a pastor mm-hmm. at some level or an associate pastor or whatever. Right. And you leverage that mm-hmm. to, to fulfill your like sinful desires. Right. And then not only your sinful desires, but like your, like, gro- like the, like the deviant, mm-hmm. like gross ones. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. You know, now again, like there's obviously tons of variables that lead people to do those kind of things. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, we could go down a list of, you know, oh, okay, yeah. you know, this could have happened in their past, blah, blah, uh-huh. blah, and not excuses. There's no excuses at all. But as, uh, also, too, like I think that theology has to be visited. Mm-hmm. And just the theology of the people who knew about it. Who, right. Who brushed it under the carpet or tried to resolve it without actually dealing with the sin. Yeah. You know? And uh, yeah, and actually I mean there's d- biblical standards for what you do. Yeah. When there's situations like that. Absolutely you know? there is. So, and, and I think there's biblical standards, but even but even then it's like it's 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 the Bible never tells us not to uh go to the authorities to protect to mm-hmm. protect the people that are being hurt. Right. Mm-hmm. Like this whole kind of concept when somebody does something that mm-hmm. like is f- like physically violates another person mm-hmm. right that's illegal right like they and, and that person needs to be protected by the authorities right and so this whole concept of trying to like well what we're gonna do is we're gonna go talk to the board of the boards and they're and they're gonna and we're just gonna pray for the man that just got like oh i'm like come on like mm-hmm. no yeah like no like what we're gonna do is is we're gonna fine if you're gonna take them to the board we take them to the board and it's the biggest dudes in the church mm-hmm. right and we're gonna snatch them by the collar and after he gets a couple black eyes, we're going to throw him in the back of the car. Yeah. We're going to take him down to the police station, and we're going to let them deal with it mm-hmm. and sort him out. Like, mm-hmm. That's immediately what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to go get the victim, and we're going to take them to get whatever help they need. Mm-hmm. You know what yeah. I mean? Like this this whole this whole concept of trying to like ah that you're right that the whole cover up thing cover or up. Mm-hmm. or even fe- like fearfulness. See, that's the mm-hmm. that's the thing too. It's like this fearfulness to like like you you feel controlled by like the scenario. Yeah. You know, and just think how much better it would have been if long time ago people would have brought it to the light and dealt with it. Right. And you could see, well, the church means business and they truly believe what the Bible says. 
I mean, you I'm know? just going to say it like how, how did, how did, how did the culture have to come up with the hashtag me too? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now again, I'm not, I'm not advocating for that because I know that that has like all of its nuances mm-hmm. and issues, right. but you know, I mean like they, they, they kind of beat us to it, mm-hmm. you know? And so like that said, like, um, I think that you're the reason why I wanted to bring it up with you, because like, I think your heart behind the gospel and the way you look at the gospel is, is along that way of, of having a heart that no matter what's going on around you, like desires to please God, mm-hmm. you know, and has, has a changed heart and, and not a works based mentality, you know, behind it. Now, obviously, you know, you and I both believe we need to do right. We need mm-hmm. to do good. Right. We need to serve. We need to like, be good people because of the gospel. But we also, I think both strive. I know I, I struggle with the works, the work side of things, because I feel like if I don't do the good works, then like God's mad at me. Like this whole, like this whole guilt, shame complex, you know, and that's something that I've gotten better at over the years, but it's one of those things that we've got to continue to pursue God so that he does the good work in and through us, which is, which is why like now, like taking a, like a beeline for worship, because that's where I wanted to go with this is why I like songs like yet not I, but through Christ and Mm -hmm. me. Right. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like that whole concept kind of constantly reminds us like every verse in that song is about what Jesus did Mm -hmm. and what he's doing through us. And even in our singing. Right. You know, I mean, Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Even in our singing, he's the one that, you know, helps us to do that. Helps us to praise him, you know? And that's one of my prayers is like every, every Sunday is like, God, we need your help Mm -hmm. to do this. Like we need you to do this well, Mm -hmm. you know? And, um, I feel like that more and more, maybe because I'm getting older, (laughs) (laughs) but just like every week, it's just like, you know, God, I just bring whatever I have here, my weakness, whatever, you know, and it's Mm -hmm. for your glory. So, you know, do what you're going to do because I, yeah. Give us the grace to do yeah, this you, yeah. like well and to lead people well and to, mm-hmm. you know, give you glory, like in, you know, in this service mm-hmm. like in these songs, right. You know, in this time that we do that. And I think that's, you know, I know that's one thing that I, that I do love about singing with you is that, I mean, I trust your heart implicitly when it comes to your walk and, and, um, not that you're perfect or anything like that. And I'm not, I'm not, not saying that at all. <laughs> well, right. But, but I mean, but, but I trust your heart that like, even if you're having, you know, let's say, you know, you're just struggling. Maybe you've made some bad choices or maybe, you know, maybe life's just like throwing you some curveballs. Like even then, like I trust that while you're singing, like you're, you're going to come, you're going to sing and it's going to come from a place that really desires for God to be glorified and for God to be praised. You know what I mean? And I, th- I think that that's, I think that's one thing that like, I really, you know, I, I, obviously I know that's one thing that, that I really appreciate about you and about, about when you lead in worship is, is those things. And, I, and it's been encouraging to me over the years as well, like in that way, because what was it? Um, a few weeks ago, like I just made some comments in worship about, you know, cause I'd been, I'd had some just real crazy stuff going on. I was just like, just not feeling it, which I, really, yeah, I was watching. I think we were gone that week. Yeah. I think you were gone and, and it really we wasn't, it them. really wasn't normal for me. Like, uh, I think Cliff was gone too. I think we had a guest preacher, which was weird, but, but like, I, 
but the night before, like the Lord, like let me hear that Phil Wickham song called "Worthy of My Song," mm-hmm. and he was singing it with Maverick City Music. He has his own single, but I think they they did one together. But mm-hmm. but those first two lines just like hit me. Like it says, "I'm gonna sing until my heart starts changing. I'm gonna worship until I mean every word." Mm-hmm. Mm. And like just that that right there was like, "Yes, okay, that's it." Mm-hmm. Like that's it right there. Like. Like mm-hmm. not not like oh I'm I'm gonna get it right and then I'm gonna start singing yeah You're like I'm gonna do better then I'll worship all yeah. day mm-hmm. like it's like because you just gotta show up mm-hmm. right you know I mean you can try to prepare yourself as much as possible that morning but you gotta just show up and there's times when it's like yep you know what's going on in my life Lord right you, you know the pain I'm in or whatever right and you know. So you just kind of going through the motions, and all of a sudden God's like, "Right, okay, all of this is going to fade away." Yeah, and what's mm-hmm. going to be left right. is this right here, right? You know? The vertical, the vertical relationship yeah. between you and God that that He handles, mm-hmm. like that He takes care of. Mm-hmm. You know, like even going back to the Isaiah thing, you know, mm-hmm. you know Isaiah just he just showed up, and like he's just there, and he's he just chooses to to worship, right? you know, in, in that moment. And he realized who it was, but it was, it wasn't until God did the work, mm-hmm. you know, and God showed did, him, showed him who you yeah. are. And, and then, and then God didn't stop there. Like, Oh, you're clean now. Let's move on. Like, it was like, he called him, you know, like he called him even further. And I was like, yeah, sure. Like, yeah, I'll go mm-hmm. like, send me, you know, like, and, um, so I think like every Sunday coming in, you know, when we sing like, yeah, I've had plenty, I've had plenty of times like that where, you know, you come in to sing, and lead and worship, and it's just kind of like, oh man. Um, I mean, I love doing it; like, I love it. But sometimes you just either feel like inadequate to do it, like not qualified to do it, mm-hmm. or just like, ah oh, man, it's just it's been too hard. Like, I don't, I don't know, you mm-hmm. know. But then, so many times, just like you said, you just get up there and you're like, okay, God, like, um. I'm not worried about sounding good. I'm not worried about what people think. I'm not, I just, I just. You want the message to get across. I want the message to get out. And, and you just, don't want to stand in the way. And I don't want to be in the way, so yeah. help me out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think over and over and over and over and over, I think we could look and see where God, you know, did oh, yeah. that. You know, God's, you know, moved. Yeah. And, and that's it's, like such a humbling experience. I mean, it's just like, right. you know, you don't need me, but you choose to use me. So, yeah. um, you know. Yeah, it's, it's good. Yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? So, all right. Um, now, on all those other topics, too, for everybody listening, um, like the SBCs, the Southern Baptist Convention stuff, you know, do your d- due diligence on that. Like, read. Like, if you want to reach out to me, like, you can, and I'll talk to you about it. But, you know, read read about it, but read multiple things um, if you if you want to understand it, if you want to understand it more so so you know what's going on. And also make sure you understand how the Southern Baptist Convention works and the structure of it, and that will help you you know, put it all into context too. Um, okay. So, um, so it's like change of topic. Um, have you seen the Saturday Live sketch uh, called what up with that? What up with that? Yeah. What up with that? And it's got, yeah. uh, it's got Ooh, like, wee. what up with that? You got to do your running man. What up? Yeah. You got, you got a, what's the name doing the running man back there in that jogging suit with the yeah. gold chain. So <laughs> great. It's Jason Sudeikis, yeah, I think. Jason yeah. Sudeikis. And then, uh, and then my favorite one is when Zach Galifianakis is on. He comes out like he's in a onesie and a brown onesie with long hair playing a double flute. <laughs> I remember that. And uh, Paul Rudd. 
Which I think Paul Rudd. I love Paul Rudd. I think Paul Rudd's fantastic. Yeah. He's one of my favorite actors. He's Him and Ben Stiller to me. Yes, just like, they're naturally yeah. hilarious. Yeah. Like they're just naturally funny. Um, but yeah, okay, all right. And then, um, then the other one that Brendan and I always laugh at is uh, is Bill Murray. Yeah. <laughs> on Saturday Night Live, doing um, "Be My Love." <laughs> who doesn't love a little uh, Mario Lanza? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's singing in a, he's a, what's his name? Nick Winters. Nick Winters. <laughs> he's like a lounge singer. It's just, it's, it's hard to explain, Phil. It's just, <laughs> it's, it's really funny. I'll send you the YouTube link. Yeah, send him okay. the YouTube link. You might it's, not think it's funny. It, yeah, it's, it's. <laughs> my, my boys are like, why is that funny? I'm like, I, I cannot stop laughing at this. I don't know. Yeah, it is. I laugh. Me up. Yeah, I laugh at all. I mean, I, but, but what's funny is like inquire or whatever, like every once in a while, like I'll, I'll do, I'll just sing something <laughs> like that. And I'm like, who doesn't love a little Mario Alonzo? <laughs> and like literally Brenda, Brenda's the only one who's like laughing. And Linda laughs too, yeah. but like, you know, but, but like Brenda's like, ah, because Mario Alonzo, <laughs> Mario Alonzo is like a um, really high tenor, the really high tenor, yeah. like. And, and so Bill Murray, like, I don't know if you're familiar with Bill Murray very much, but mm-hmm. anyways, okay. Good night. I don't even know. <laughs> I can't. I don't know why I work with you. Are you still employed here? Like, is it is it in the paperwork? <laughs> um, but yeah, Bill Murray's, like, pretty funny. And, like, he um, he's just standing up there in, like, this, like, tuxedo. And he sings this. He's just, like, the highest note he can, you know. He's <laughs> oh. <laughs> trying to sing and say, Me, my love. You know, like you know, like this awkward crooner sound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why. Yeah, that's why I said Brenda. Brenda and I have like some of that same kind of humor. Although, like this one made me laugh. It was funny. There was this uh, Facebook reel, and it was every white guy when he makes eye contact with somebody. <laughs> Do you remember that? Yep. And it made me laugh. Now you wouldn't, you know, seeing as you're not a white guy, Brenda. Um, you're a white lady. Um, it's funny because it's like. Uh, like you're walking, like somebody you don't know, but like you make eye contact with him, you're like, you do like a nod, mm-hmm. you like a re- like a weird just kind of nod, no matter what's going on, yeah. you know. <laughs> and I, I laugh every time, and I remember it because I literally do that multiple times a day. Yes, yeah, every time you do it, you think of that. Really. Yeah, I think of that real, mm-hmm. like because I was walking by, like I was at a gas station, like I held the door, and like guys walking in, and, like he looks at me, and I'm like, <laughs> do like the nod with the eye contact and kind of little smirk, like you need to make. A hilarious one where you're just really exaggerating the nod. Exaggerating the nod. Yeah, just That'd be hilarious. Big yeah, nod. Big nod. Yeah. There was yeah. one day I was driving down to Orlando and was sitting at a red light and big truck pulls up next to me and just boom in stereo. And I just, you know, you look over and this dude is just going to town, like just dancing like crazy. Singing, getting it. Looks over at me, dead stops, nods and smiles and goes right back to it. <laughs> goes right back to Yeah. That's it's just a, what we do, man. <laughs> It's what we do. It's like also, built, it's built into the DNA. For the record, I just looked up Bill Murray. I do know who he is. I okay, yeah, good, I was say you good, know. Good. I knew you knew yeah. who Bill Murray was. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. God rest con- his soul. Made the connection. <laughs> Wait. No. <laughs> uh, I think he's in trouble right now, though. Like he, he got in trouble oh, really? too. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Some Bill. Yep. Trouble on the old. That. Trouble on the old movie set. Mm. Anyways, well, Brenda, thanks. Um, thanks for hanging out. Thank thanks you. for talking to us. It was fun. Yeah. Yeah. You're you're awesome. Easy to talk Thank to, and. Really appreciate uh, all you do for the church, uh, from ch- leading the children all the way to all the singing and everything else you do. I love and, it. Yeah, you do a great <laughs> job, and you make it easy, you make it fun. So I appreciate it. Keep Thank it up, you. Phil. Thanks for being here. Yep. Fun any as always. Any uh, sweet beats or um, no. freestyling you want to do? Not, not, not today. I tell you, give me a word and a beat, and I could freestyle and end on that word. Really? 
Yep. Okay. I can do it. I can just give Any, me a word. A like, random g- word. Yeah, give me a word and the beat. Hi- and, uh, hippopotamus. I'm mm-hmm. give you the beat, too. Yeah. Oh, man, it's too bad. It's like the end of the podcast. I'm not going to be able to I'm not gonna be able to do it. Hey, everybody, thanks for listening to the Worship Distributed Podcast from next the top time. floor of the B-Building. Maybe we'll do a little hip-hop uh, freestyle next time. Y'all have an awesome day. <laughs>